Uh, ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Uh, 2017 is just around the corner. In fact, you may be listening to this broadcast in the new year, 2017. Uh, and if you are, well, we made it, didn't we? Uh, there were some problems, but we made it. Good day. Uh, so here we are, Robbo, our last show of 2016 and possibly the first show of 2017. The world has done everything it can to destroy itself, but we are still here. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm here, you're there, so all's good. All's good with the world, yes, you're absolutely right. Uh, of course, I'm, I'm still actually working on talk radio. Uh, in fact, I'm working on talk radio on New Year's Day. If uh, if if people haven't heard from, uh, I think from ten to one. Uh, no, I think eleven till two. Ten to one or eleven till two. Anyway, uh, in the in the morning until the afternoon. Busy man, you are. So, uh, yeah. So if you get up uh, late, there I'll be on the radio because you might go to bed late on New Year's Eve. I will be doing Sky News on New Year's Day as well, which means on New Year's morning I'll get up at four. You'll be a bit hungover, wouldn't you? No, it suits me fine because I don't like New Year's Eve because um, mostly people who don't drink go out and prove that they're not very good at it. And um, and that annoys me. So Mrs W and I usually uh, go to bed about 10 o'clock on New Year's Eve, if not earlier. Aren't you woken up by all the fireworks that go off? Uh, there are no fireworks around where I am, and if anybody lets any off, I uh, I will have words. Okay. I hate fireworks with a vengeance. You know, here we are. We live in a in a dangerous world with um, violence around every corner uh, and people, for fun, let off explosives. I mean, it's bizarre. It is strange, I, I will admit. In fact, I've just been out for a... Oh. There's somebody's are, they, are those tweets? Do you think, or are those um, are those just messages? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, I'll have a look um, because I'm well tooled up with iPads and uh, you know all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, as one would have to be. Um, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, I've just been out with the dog for a walk. Ah. Oh. And uh, the interesting the interesting thing is that um, oh, there's somebody from North Wales called Chris Ellis. Chris, I'll have to go outside and see if I know him. He he plays guitar, keyboards, and anything he can get a tune out of when he lives in Wrexham. Oh, a bit far from me. And he's just tweeting because I uh, I woke up and said to Mrs W, what day is it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a bit strange. You know, you forget what day it is, don't you, at this time of year? Is it Wednesday or Thursday at the moment? I don't know, it could be Friday, but it doesn't really matter, does it? Because, you know, when you are online, podcasting or whatever you call this now, uh, it could be listened to at any time of day or night. Anyway, I digress. I was out with the dog uh, having a walk just before um, I came into the studio to do this, and there's some pillocks with one of those drones, but, I mean, quite a big drone. Some of them are very big. So I'm walking across the fields at the back of the house here, and uh, and I'm I'm convinced they're following me with the drone, probably with a camera on it. You are a celebrity after all. 
So I, uh, yeah, of course. So I, I thought if I come back, get my bow and arrow and shoot it out of the sky, would I be in, in trouble? I suppose I might. Not if you use one of them big rubber-ended arrows, I don't think. Yeah, no, well, I would have used a flu-flu, which is, you know, is a, an arrow that is used in the ancient art of poppin J archery. Check that out if you don't know what it is. Um, which you can shoot up in the air and it only goes so high and then just comes back. Uh... So, I mean, if I thought somebody was following me with a drone, or anybody for that matter, it's a bit, it's a bit intrusive, isn't it? Yeah, it's a public place, though, isn't it? Doesn't matter. I don't, listen, I don't... If I was followed by somebody in a public place, mm -hmm. I'd probably hide around a corner and then jump out and scare the shit out of them. <laughs> you probably would, actually. <laughs> yeah, I would. No, I would. Um, so... Uh, I'm slightly uh, annoyed about some of the rather pathetic uh, lycra louts on their bikes deciding they'd have a go at me because I can't, I, I really, I've, I've got to the stage now where I can't even be bloody bothered to be politically correct. Uh, I'm, I'm not had a day off and I like working, don't get me wrong, and you can hear me on talk radio, on the BBC, uh, on Sky, you can hear me all over the place, uh, working all over Christmas because nobody else wants to. Um, cyclists who don't look where they're going who weave in and out and then you get the pillocks who sort of say uh you know cycling is a, a great thing and cycling saving the planet and cycling keeps you fit and cycling does this for you all it does is annoy people it annoys people because everybody seems to be building cycle like we need hospitals we need houses we don't need cycle lanes you know some cyclists posted on twitter the other day yes but car drivers don't look where they're going, and when a car driver hits a cyclist, the cyclist could end up dead. Absolutely right. The cyclist could end up dead, and it probably wouldn't be from a motorist not looking what he was doing, because motorists have to have their wits about them. They have to have eyes in the back of their head, because these cyclists, A, they cycle as fast as they can, B, a lot of them are wearing headphones, um, uh, they have their silly helmet cameras on, which uh, probably makes them feel even more unbreakable, which when you feel that you are an invincible, then you take risks that you shouldn't take. I mean, I saw, I saw a bloke yeah, just yesterday, actually, um, going through London. Uh, he whipped up on the pavement by a red light, went over the, the uh, crossing on his bike fast, nearly knocked a woman and two children over, and then back onto the road and off he went. And uh, a taxi driver got really, really annoyed. So the taxi driver's getting upset. The cyclist is causing all sorts of problems. Cycling is a danger. It's a danger to the cyclists and it's a danger to the other people on the street, the pedestrians and the car drivers, not to mention the bus drivers and the truckers. If you want to cycle, here's the answer. You have a license. You have a registration number. You wear a high visibility tabard on your back with your registration number on it. It's easy to solve. Then if you do something stupid, like a lot of you do, you can be traced, you can be prosecuted like the rest of us who use the roads. Cyclists are a nuisance and I'm fed up with them thinking that they actually are, uh, are doing something worthwhile like they're saving the planet and keeping themselves fit and everything else. They are a nuisance. And we're wasting money on them as well. Right, I feel better for that. <sighs> I think we should all carry sticks round with us, because apparently when you put them in the spokes when they whiz past you, they don't like it.
Well, now, I'm not suggesting for one moment that anybody hurts a cyclist. I'm not suggesting that anybody drives dangerously around a cyclist. If you do that, you're a pillock. Um, I'm not suggesting anybody does anything to hurt anybody. I am just suggesting that cyclists are a nuisance and that they are not actually obeying the rules of the road. And by the way, those flashing lights are an annoyance because at night you get one in your rear view mirror, you can't see anything. So they don't seem to be anywhere near enough rules and regulations and they seem to be getting away with anything they want to. And it is time in 2017 to stop it. And I'm sorry if it's not politically correct to have a go at cyclists. In the same way, I can't stand those people who call themselves hipsters either. Or the bearded people. The bearded people who have big fuzzy beards and wear lumberjack shirts and walk around as if they're the trendiest people in existence. They're not. When I see them on the telly, they're always working in restaurants. Yeah, and there are a lot of them in restaurants. And as a restaurateur myself, I won't have any of them in my restaurant. We should make 2017 the year we abolish the PC brigade. Yeah, yeah. well, I think, I think 2017 has to be a year for getting rid of the stupid things that, uh, uh, you, you know, make life just difficult. You know, the stupid things in case you, 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 you know, the, the, the sort of, I'm trying to think of, uh, you know, not, not, um, not calling somebody a chairman when they're a chairperson or, you know, not, uh, not upsetting somebody because of their flipping religion. I want all of that stopped. All of that stopped. I'm, I'm finding it really difficult to understand this. You know, we all bend over backwards to accommodate religions. Like a, a Muslim woman was offended because she works in a supermarket and somebody wanted to buy a bottle of wine. Um, get over it. You know, uh, other people are offended by people eating different things on different days. I'm offended by religious slaughter, by the way. I'm, I'm offended by the way people who are religious seem to think that they are more important than animals. I am offended by an enormous amount of things that religious people do, but I just suck it up. Well, I don't, actually. I complain about it quite a lot of the time because nobody else does. So, you know, if we in 2017 could have a world where we were more tolerant, like those of us um, who are agnostic, I haven't said for one moment that there isn't a God or a designer of the universe or that we are the plaything of some kind of other beings, that we are a speck of dust in a universe of multi-trillion objects. I don't know. Nobody knows. Oh, well, yeah. Sorry, the religious people know. They'll tell you they know, but they don't. Um, and so if we could all be a little more accommodating in 2017, a little more understanding in 2017, um, then there is hope for the world, even even with the Trump scenario. Although Nigel Farage tells me that he thinks Trump will be good for the world. Well, reading Trump's uh, tweets at the moment, I'm slightly concerned. But if Trump can bring America and Russia closer, uh, sort the Chinese out, uh, if we can actually realise that you know, a world of fragmented nations, which is what a lot of people seem to be going for at the moment, is a, it's a downward spiral. We will just start becoming more and more antagonistic towards each other because of our beliefs. Because, you know, I don't want people drinking alcohol near me and I'm going to go to war with you if it carries on. Or I don't, uh, I don't want you marrying my son or my daughter because you believe in something different to me. You know, the world is bonkers. The world is bonkers, or I must be allowed to do whatever I want because I believe in freedom, even if my freedom actually gets in the way of somebody else living a reasonably free existence.
I, I, you know, we've become a really selfish world, haven't we, really? I hear anybody else going on about, you know, Sadiq Khan, the mayor of London's going on about homelessness and how it's a terrible thing and everything else. Well, he's the mayor of London. Get on and do something about it. Don't start moaning about it. Politicians are in a position to do something about it, yet they sit there in Parliament, twiddle their thumbs and worry about whether or not they're going to offend the electorate at the next election. Oh, that's it. Get it out of your system. Well, well, I thought I'd get my New Year's message across <laughs> nice and early. Also, I think uh, I think next next programme we'll probably be talking about Celebrity Big Brother. Uh, there are quite a few interesting people going in there. I, I'm sure I might pop up from time to time on a bit on the side. Um, I haven't negotiated a fee yet for that with Daisy, though. Well, the dog is expensive. The dog is more expensive than me now, mm. making appearances, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, actually, on, on the, on the, on the uh, cover of, of this week's programme, we put that shot from Celebrity Big Brother with the dog on, shall we? Yeah, why not? Yeah. That's, that's a, a, yeah, that's a good then. The dog yeah. gets a bit more publicity. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Make her even more big-headed than she is at the moment. Um, so anyway, 2017, it'd be nice if we could all, you know, get on with each other. Instead, the flipping right-wing extremists, the thick... They give bald-headed people in this country, they give bald-headed people a bad image. You know, the fat flippers uh, with the, the flag of St George. Another thing I'd like in, in 2017, I'd like a decent flag for England. Wales has got a great flag. Well, Scotland's flag looks a bit like the uh, flag of, uh, of Europe, so that's OK. But England, we just got a red splash on a white background which commemorates a very ugly piece of history of this nation, the Crusades. Crusaders and ISIL sort of following the same paths, you know, destroy anybody of a different religion. Um, so wouldn't it be nice, wouldn't it be nice for us to get a new flag? And what sort of flag would you like? Well, I don't know, but I think, uh, yeah, the, the original flag of England before the Crusades was sort of a couple of lions. I think it was three blue lions, hence the... Um, uh, the symbol on the on the shirt of the cricket team. I think that was the original English flag, wasn't it? Isn't that also on the England football team as well? Somehow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's the, the symbol of England. Well, why can't we have that as the English flag? So if the team are wearing three lions, why are the crowd carrying the cross around in the... Because they, you, you, some of them are pretty thick. You know, some people don't realise that St John... Well, you, saints do, you know. Uh, apparently he was a Palestinian. Not that I have any problem with that. We could talk about the Israeli-Palestinian problem. In fact, I think I might in a moment. Um, but I, I, yeah, people just a bit, you know, don't really have much thought past themselves. Me included. We all do it. We all think we are uh, special and different. And, uh, and uh, well, we are all different. We are all unique. But... There's an enormous amount at this time of year. You see an enormous amount of, um, of of failing to see the other person's point of view. I mean, the stupidity of John Kerry and Obama uh, doing and saying what they are now when they have two weeks left in power. Absolutely stupid. Um, even though Israel and Palestine are going to have to live in a two-state solution at some point, even though the Israelis cannot be allowed to continue building. Um, more settlements in occupied territory. A hundred thousands of Israelis are upset by the right-wing Israeli government. Um, there has to be peace brought to the Middle East. There has to be a homeland found for the Palestinians. Um, how this is ever going to happen, I have no idea, but it's something that has to happen. I don't know. I'm, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm at a loss. Here we are. We voted to leave Europe. 
the European Parliament is a complete waste of space, full of boring, dull, miserable old civil servants who suddenly got a bit of power. Uh, it has to be changed, absolutely has to be changed. But leaving it and saying we're, going, we're just leaving it and, you know, Europe can get on and do whatever they want, which is how they perceive it, even if our government don't see it that way, isn't going to do us any good. You know, we have to we have to really be tough with them from the inside. We have to make them squirm from the inside. Once we leave, they'll carry on, do whatever they want. And and what we will find, probably, here's my prediction, uh, more and more countries, France will leave, Italy will leave, the German people would love to leave, the European Union as an idea, the union of European nations of which we are, because that's where we are, we're in Europe. We are in Europe. Geographically, we are in Europe. Um, so the union, the parliament would dissolve, it'll fall apart, and everybody then try and pinch stuff back for themselves, and who knows? The outlook could be really bleak. I think it's about time human beings who've achieved so much, we can almost cure cancer. Uh, we've got cures for other life-threatening diseases. We've done amazing things. We can travel to other planets, yet we still argue over religion and territory and food um, and trade. And in the end, we end up going to war. Still in the 21st century, we end up going to war over these things. Come on, world, wake up. Human beings surely are able to function better than we are at the moment. Um, what is the root cause of the problems and the reasons why we all can't get on? I suppose because there's still power given to people who believe things that can't be proved. I don't know. Uh, people who want different things, people who want to live in different ways. That, unfortunately, is driven by people who have power, who see their power actually being hacked away if, uh, if people get on, if we all get on much better together, there won't be a necessity for all kinds of people who have power at the moment. That's why there's always a spanner in the works. When I was in the Big Brother house, interestingly enough, the most boring thing for people in a television programme like that is if everybody gets together. And you don't want to watch it. I don't want to watch it. So once you are getting together and everybody seems to be having a good time, then, of course, the producers will put something in the... You know, they'll throw uh, something in the wheel. Spanner in the works. Spanner in the works, that's it, yeah. Um, spanner in the works. They will throw a spanner in the works just so it becomes interesting again. And that's like life, isn't it? There are people who are making huge amounts of money, whether it's uh, from selling arms, you know, if all the wars stop, they'd have uh, problems. Uh, whether it's their leaders of religion, if religion was found to be not really interesting to lots of people, there'd be loads of people there who uh, wouldn't have the power they have now. Um, there's all kinds, all kinds of, of uh, people who are lobbying to keep things going the way they are so that there is still a little bit of aggravation because people make money out of it. And there we are. I've said my piece. <clears throat> well, I think it needed to be said. Yeah. Quite frankly, I think it needed to be said. And, uh, and maybe 2017 is a year when we begin to wake up. And, you know, a little light at the end of the tunnel is, first of all, that Nigel Farage proved that people can get motivated, even if I think it was uh, in slightly the wrong way. Uh, Nigel doesn't want us to leave Europe. He doesn't want us to leave the, you know, he wants us to be part of Europe, but governed by ourselves. And I understand that. And I think that's quite right. Um, the people who ran Europe 
too politically correct, too stupid, uh, and didn't listen to the people. You have to listen to the people to govern. So they're getting their just desserts. I just think perhaps if we'd stayed within it, we could have changed it more quickly. But there we are. Donald Trump being elected in America shows that people really can get rid of the political class. Now, the political class aren't going to stand for that. They're going to be very upset. But it might well bode well for the future. It might bode well for the future. We'll see. Of course, Donald Trump, who I, I believe is not a particularly religious man, we'll see whether or not he ends up going to church. Don't do it, Donald. Yeah, because if he does, we'll see that they've, they've probably sucked him in. So did you have a good Christmas? Well, I, as you know, I don't particularly like the uh, banality of this time of year where people pretend to like each other, uh, like people they haven't seen for a whole year and people they probably don't really like, but they pretend to like them and uh, force themselves to have a good time. I prefer the idea of, of enjoying life for the whole year, not just at Christmas. So when I see people going and coming up and talking to you who wouldn't normally talk to you, it really annoys me, in fact, which is why I've been working all Christmas. Oh, I see. You're one of them. One of what? Someone who deliberately works through Christmas so they're not available. No, I'm a sensible person who doesn't uh, behave in a two-faced way because of the time of year. I'm looking forward to getting rid of this bloody year because it has been a bit of a shit year, hasn't it? And looking forward to 2017. I think 2017 has the possibility of, of beginning to realign uh, what people want. I mean, all we've done all, all year is talk about the death of celebrities, uh, which is tragic and terrible, and obviously uh, with the death of George Michael, Debbie Reynolds uh, died a day after her daughter. Um, I mean, just bizarre. You know, uh, a lot of famous people have died, and, and I presume now because fame or celebrity became a big thing, uh, I don't know, 20, 30 years ago, uh, celebrities are now getting to an age where they die, although there have been a lot of very young celebrities who've died over this year. But I suppose this is it. We 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 quite often put more, we give give celebrities quite often uh, more power, if you like, than members of our own family. We are more attached to celebrities sometimes than we are to members of our own family. Well, it's, I mean, your family's foisted upon you, your friends and celebrities you can choose. <laughs> <laughs> that is true, actually, yeah. 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 I think it's probably time for a bit of music because otherwise I'm just going to go on and on because at this time of year I like to get the angst out of myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've got some music. Would it, yeah. yeah. And it'd be you know, good to have some music on the new year if you want to send us uh, some stuff in. Uh, this is a four-piece rock band from Leeds called uh, Late Night Legacy. Late Night Legacy. Mm-hmm. They're quite good, actually. From Leeds. From Leeds? From Leeds, yeah. This is called Oversold and Overdrawn.
Legacy, a four-piece rock band from Leeds and uh, oversold and overdrawn. You can find out more about them online as well, can't you? Go to... Um, um, wherever. Wherever. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm sure, sure they've got on, a website. Uh, SoundCloud and uh, YouTube and yeah. iTunes. Yeah. And... yeah, you could do all of that. Yeah. Um, well, So uh, I gave you my thoughts about Christmas. What about yours? Um, yeah, my Christmas was okay. I, I, uh, I don't know. Christmas isn't the same when you're when you're old, is it? Really, isn't it? Oh, you've just realised. I ruined the Christmas dinner again. Why? Well, we always buy a turkey every year, and that's the bad mistake. You shouldn't you shouldn't eat a turkey at Christmas. Well, why did you buy it then? Why did you do that? Every year, I say we're, we're not going to buy a turkey. We we'll just buy a normal chicken. We we'll have a chicken. We know how to cook a chicken. A chicken comes out okay. I even tried turning the turkey upside down to get more sort of. It just comes out tough and horrible. Now it's just you know, and you end up not eating it all, and uh, just—it's just weird. Christmas, it's just full of people complaining. Yeah, well, that's why I don't like Christmas. You know, I mean, I like the idea we celebrate the end of the year uh, and look forward to a new year. That's as it should be. I'm going to go out New Year's Day uh, after I've worked. I'm going to go out with some friends to the pub for lunch. Um, and that, I'm looking forward to that. That would be quite nice. But then we, we do that from time to time anyway. Um, talk about the old year and what a proud of a year it was. Uh, although I, I went in the Big Brother house. I enjoyed that. That uh, when, I, when I reflect on it, uh, perhaps the time wasn't that keen, but uh, reflecting upon it, um, I enjoyed it. I thought it was okay. Uh, it was an interesting experience. I'm glad I did it. I'm looking forward to the new one. Christmas, why do you buy it? There are only three of you, aren't there? Well, two and a half in a way, isn't it, really? Yeah. I mean, don't you have the in-laws round or...? No, I went over to uh, my parents for Christmas and I got depressed then because everyone in my family... Why? Well, everyone in my family pays less water than I do. Pays less water? Yeah, I pay £660 a year for my water at home and they're all paying a hundred and odd quid a year because they're all on a metre. So this year, I'm getting a metre. So hang on, sorry. You, on Christmas, at Christmas lunch, you talk about your water charges. Yeah. <laughs> no, oh, know. well, what an exciting life you have. Well, so, yeah, I was quite depressed. Goodness sake. Look, why don't you do what we do? Mrs. Mrs. W buys, uh, bought this year a turkey crown, very small one. Um, so we had a bit of turkey. One of our sons came round Christmas Day and uh, ate enormous quantities of it. Um, and that was it, really. And the reason we did it, well, because nowhere's open anyway. You've got to be in. And I quite like turkey. 
as long as I don't have too much of it. In fact, there's a little bit left in the fridge and I could just fancy a slice of cold turkey and some cold bread sauce and a bit of cranberry now. We bought a turkey crown. It still went wrong. Oh, you bought a turkey crown? Yeah, still went wrong. But how can it go wrong? You stick it in the oven. What? How did it go wrong? Well, I stuck it in the oven upside down for about three hours. And then yeah. I turned it over at the it's... last minute to sort of um, crispin it up. Yeah. That sort of burnt the stuffing. <laughs> I don't know how that managed to happen. The stuffing tasted why you, absolutely why, why horrible. Why were you doing the cooking? I always do the cooking at Christmas. Why? You don't do the cooking the rest of the year. Why would you do the cooking at Christmas? Why does your wife let you do that? I don't know. To be honest, that's probably the reason why I always ruin Christmas dinner. Because it's really yeah. good. See, we had two days afterwards, my wife went out and bought a sticky chicken. Like a chicken covered in some sticky sauce. Yeah. And we had all the leftover trimmings with that. And that was perfect. So that's what we're doing next year. Who cooked it? <laughs> my wife. Well, there we are. That answers your stupid question, doesn't it? Yeah, I suppose. So Why I on earth? It's the same reason when men have to carve a turkey. Why? Oh, I bought my wife <laughs> for Christmas a electric carving knife. You bought your wife an electric carving knife for yeah, Christmas. Because every time you carve the turkeys, we always cook the turkey in the morning, so we don't let it rest. So it go, you know, when you try to cut it, it doesn't work. It just falls apart. Yeah. So I thought I'll buy her an electric carving knife for Christmas. And we just ended up with thick slices of turkey. Oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. You're not, yeah. I mean, I don't find it funny. I find it depressing, really. <laughs> Absolutely depressing. I feel so sorry for your daughter. Oh, she, you know. she doesn't mind. Didn't she? No, she doesn't mind. Well, eating too many chocolates. Well, you know, she probably said she didn't mind, but she probably did mind. Did you? Did you do pigs in blankets? Yes, we did. We put them in with the potatoes. You put them in with the potatoes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We got one of them acti fry things that sort of rotate round and round and round. You've got all the gizmos, but you don't know how to use them. <laughs> That's very true. See, we don't have any gizmos, and Mrs. W's a very good cook, so she just sticks it in the oven and it cooks, and we eat it. Well, you didn't invite me, so, you know. Well, no, we never invite anybody. We don't like that. If we were going to invite people, we go to the pub for Christmas dinner. You can come round our house Christmas Day for our Christmas dinner if you, you like. Live in, you live in North Wales. What, what, I'm not going to travel <laughs> seven, eight hours to find you on an island stuck out off the coast of Wales. Oh, dear. You know, I told you, move back to civilization. I could move back to Sussex, where I originate from. I mean, I'd have, you know, invited you in on my... Did I tell you I was on talk radio now? You've mentioned it once or twice. Oh, right, so. OK, yeah, yeah. Um, seven till ten, Monday to Thursday, I think. Mm. I. Although the last couple of weeks I've been working all over the place. Yes, I even heard some of your shows this week. Really? Why? Why wouldn't you listen to them all? Well, yeah, I'm normally busy. All oh, right, OK. What time, what time of day were you listening this week? Uh, you were on Christmas morning, weren't you? I was, yeah. yeah. I, I, did I have Nigel Farage on Christmas yeah, morning? I, I think I, I did. Had you on in the background while I was destroying the turkey? <laughs> oh right. It's like, well, it was like me being there then, wasn't it? Yeah, I have to worry about you because yeah. you occasionally like to blurt out. There's no such thing as Father Christmas, you know. Obviously, my daughter's wandering around the house, and I have to sort of muffle. The... Oh, don't start on that. I mean, honestly, why? Why is it we have this pretense? Both the BBC and uh, and Ofcom. Uh, don't like any broadcasters to say, do you know, Father Christmas is a great idea, but it's not real. You know, there is, a, there is no man who flies through the sky 
uh, on a sleigh being drawn by flying reindeer. And, and one person is unable to, to go to every single chimney of every house on the planet. It won't work. It doesn't work. Of it just it doesn't does. work. I suppose the same way that people feel that they've got, that, that, that if they believe in this one God, that this one God is there with them all the time. There's billions of people on this planet. It would be very difficult. No, no, no. You see, that's why time zones were invented. What? Well, he starts in Australia <coughs> at midnight, and as he flies right. around the country... So he can do everybody in Australia. Yep. And then he does everybody in New Zealand. Yep. Then he does everybody in... Oh, rub it, bollocks. <laughs> and also, if it wasn't true, why would NORAD be tracking them? Because I was on their website on Christmas watching him flying around yeah. the globe. <clears throat> yeah. You know, the the interesting thing here is that if people wanted to con the public, it would be very easy to do so. And on a slightly more serious note, if the powers that be wanted to make you believe something was true, it would not be difficult to achieve, would it? Are you talking about me or the, the, the globe? Everybody. Oh, I was going to say me, yes, but not everybody. Everybody. You know, people looking at the, uh, the, the that website you were looking at where they are tracking Father Christmas and people are going to say, oh, I hang on, I'm going to sneeze. <laughs> Can I leave that in? Well, if you feel you must. I mean, it's entirely up to you. You'll probably lose more listeners. I just wanted to prove that the show isn't scripted. Ah. Do you know, I was thinking, actually, uh, that we should we should eventually do this as a TV show as well as a radio show. Have we ever had any feedback from the people who said they're going to buy more advertising on the programme? No. Because you haven't done anything about it, have you? I have. Every time I email the lady concerned, she gets back to me yeah. saying, sorry, it's Christmas, I've been a little bit busy, but I am sorting out the contracts, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, blah, well, blah. well, keep on to it, otherwise, you know... I may retire at this rate. You didn't even fill um, out the forms I sent you. What? You didn't even fill out the forms I sent you. I had to fill them in myself. I had to, <clears throat> I had to forge your signature and everything. I don't do forms. They're unnecessary. You'd be getting me to sign your books soon. No, I wouldn't do that. Um, so anyway, where was I? <clears throat> oh, yeah, so you see, kidding kids or, or trying... Oh, we're keeping it going for the kids because they don't want to ruin Christmas for them. I'm sorry, but I actually think... Lying to children. Oh, it's not lying, it's a white lie, isn't it? Like, no, it's lying to children, pretending that this... You know, it's quite fun. It's like going to a pantomime. You know it's not real. It's like going into a store and seeing Father Christmas. You know it's somebody dressed up. Unless you are a very small child, you know somebody. I've never, ever, ever in my entire life really thought... There's this bloke who flies around with reindeer and goes to every... But it's a nice idea, and you can you can see movies and enjoy them, and you can pretend. But, you know, some some adults get really hysterical about it. Oh, you mustn't, you mustn't tell them it's not true. It'll ruin their childhood. I'll grow up. Ah. And you're one of the worst protagonists of this, by the way. You're just one of the worst. It was four o'clock in the morning and my daughter woke up and she was upset because Santa hadn't been. That's how much she believes in Santa Claus. I think we had this discussion and I think I told you that she was doing that purely because she didn't want to upset you because she thinks you're stupid enough to believe it. So she's not and she's just sort of humouring you. <laughs> At four o'clock in the morning. 
Well, I don't care what time it was. Anyway, listen, I want to get on. Mm. And uh, we put out on Facebook. And if you want to join us, by the way, anytime, don't forget. Uh, JamesWhaleRadio at gmail.com is my email. We, got any, uh, we haven't got any cross emails this time, have we? We might have. I just haven't checked. Well, I wish you would, because, you know, I like to put them into the programme when we get prats. I was on my holidays. Oh, rubbish. Um, so I asked on Facebook, is 2017 going to be a better year? And by the way, if you want to join us on Facebook, you can. You know uh, the Facebook address? Yes, I do. We'll tell everybody. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash James Whale Radio. Yeah. But make sure you do James Whale Radio. Um, and if you want to email us, I'll go to the website where you can uh, see many things. Go into the shop. Was the shop busy over Christmas? Um, sadly not. You closed it, didn't you? <laughs> yes, I closed it. Well, all shops mm. close over Christmas. Mm. Uh, uk. Go and visit the website and um, see what you like there. Anyway, on Facebook, 2017. Is it going to be a better year, I asked. David Massey said, uh, the year Donald Trump ascends to the presidency of the United States, the apocalypse happens. Satan rules for all time over the burning wastelands of Earth. Oh, David, that's really cheery. Uh, Jonathan Nelson, doubtful. It's what you make it that can change it at the end of the day. Quite right. Kieran Fox says, um, no more of the same till we retire and stop caring, and then, so long as I can have 10 years in the sun in retirement to Spain, I don't care, as I've given all the advice, and it's all landed on deaf ears. Oh, Kieran. Uh, Eddie Murray says, every year's a good year, as long as you have your health and loved ones around you. Uh, Paul Savory. Oh, Paul Savory. I wonder if it's the Paul Savory. Uh, Bloody hope so, James. Uh, Will I see you in the new year? Listen, Paul Savory, it's been a very long time. Um, I like Paul Savory. We'll get him on as a guest. All right, Paul? He can't reply. No, I know, but I'm hoping that you would have picked up the flow then and said, yes, I'll sort that out. Yes, I'll sort that out, uh, Paul Savory. So if you look on Facebook, find Paul Savory, get in touch and ask him if he wants to be a guest. Uh, I don't, uh, well, I'll, I'll have to hack into your Facebook then to do that. I'll, I'll, yeah. All right, I'll sort something out. I will... Get the number for you. You sort it out. Tracy Packer, Trump, ISIS, Putin, Brexit, North Korea. We live in scary times. We do, uh, sadly. Um, Nicola Radley Laker says it could, couldn't be any worse. Almost uh, dying husbands, cancer returning, my mother's Parkinson's progressing, uh, that we have had to move her into a safe environment. Horrible, horrible, horrible year. Can't wait for 2017 to start. Nicola, um, I'm sending you all my love. I know exactly how you feel. And for all of us, uh, certain years are are pretty horrible. Um, Fran Griffin, what, <clears throat> when we have given all our power over to psychopaths, pedos and banksters, by voting for them, the world is a lunatic asylum and useless. It, snap, it snaps out of this false reality. Things can only get worse for all the lunatics who are too afraid to do anything about it. I'm just little me. What can I do? You can get off your ass and make that change. Start with yourself and then things will start to happen. Lesson number one, stop giving X's to the system. What are X's? Uh, create a new system. Start with yourself on an individual scale. Ever heard of the hundredth monkey? We can change. We are the change. You don't have to accept the asylum mentality. Thank you, Fran. You keep taking the tablets, dear. 
Uh, Paul Dolgin says, with Trump in and Corbyn getting routed, of course it will be a good year. <laughs> I don't know. Everybody says Corbyn is the Prime Minister we all want. Uh, John Ledger says, yes, it's been a very bad for our celebs. It's strange how they have all been taken out in the same year. I'm hoping some new talent comes along inspired by the greats, says John Ledger. So there we are. Um, <clears throat> lots of people, lots of ideas. 2017, here's to it. Do you want to do tech talk or not? I can do tech talk briefly. Yeah, yeah. Because I think we're running out of time. I've been talking a lot. Uh Tech Talk, then. Uh, Samsung. You know the Samsung exploding telephones? Oh, yeah. They're back, are they? Now they explode more often? <laughs> no, not quite. Well, someone got on a plane and thought it'd be a good idea to have a bit of a laugh by changing the name of their phone's hotspot to Samsung Galaxy, whichever one blows up. Uh, they didn't actually have the banned phone on them. They just changed the name. So, of course, when everyone else switched their phone on to use the Wi-Fi, the options in the list, one of them was the Samsung Galaxy, so obviously the pilot got informed, and the pilot had to make three announcements for this person to hand their phone in. The final announcement was, I'm going to land the plane in this remote location, and you'll all have to sort yourselves out when you get there, unless this phone's handed in. So, yeah, there are some idiots in the world. I tell you what I would have done with that person. I would have hung them by their thumbs for a day publicly and given them a good thrashing. Mm. Um, oh, no, they do that in Saudi Arabia, don't they? It's not very popular. And the other bit of news was still relating to the Samsung exploding phones. If you have one of those Samsung phones, and apparently there are still 7% of the ones sold still out there in the world, Samsung is sending out a kill switch over the uh, cellular network, which will kill your phone permanently. So, a uh, happy new year from Samsung there. Oh, really? Yes, yeah, so that's bye-bye. Mm. They yeah. must be losing a fortune. Uh, the, I think I'll just stay with uh, Apple. I got an Apple Watch for Christmas. Did you? Oh, yeah. good. Well, will you sort Mrs W out when you've got a minute? Yeah, I'm not convinced about she it. She loves it, her Apple Watch, but she doesn't use it to its full potential. So, if you could have a word with her, I'd be very grateful. I'm trying to use mine to its full potential, and I'm, I'm not getting yeah. very far at the moment. Well, that's because you haven't had time to think about it because of your cooking responsibilities. That's true. Uh, can we do a bit about films? Yeah, you can. I suppose you've uh, gorged yourself on movies this year. Uh, well, I finally went to see the Rogue One film. Oh, dear, oh, dear. It must have been very upsetting for you with Carrie Fisher dying. It was a little bit, I must mm. admit. Um, yes. Yeah, and was it a good movie? Did you enjoy it? I did enjoy it. It was one of the better Star Wars films. Really? Hmm. And you're a Jedi? Yes. So I thought I would have thought they're all good as far as you're concerned. In fact, there are no Jedi in this Star Wars film. Really? No, no Jedi at all. Yeah. Some it's not actually called Star Wars either, is it? It's called Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. But you enjoyed it? Oh, yes, definitely. It's definitely a Star Wars film, apart from there was no opening crawl at the beginning. Oh, what, in the year such and such, such and such? Yeah, the, the text that scrolls up the screen. Yeah. What did they do this time? Uh, Nothing. It, straight in, wham, bam, straight thank in, you, ma'am. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, yeah, in, in your face, uh, yeah. Very good. Uh, no, I shall look forward to it. Mm. So you recommend it? I, I recommend going and seeing it at least twice, if not three times. How many times have you seen it? Once. And why do you want to see it again? You've just seen it. Because there's so much in it. There's little little hidden things in it. Yeah. 
like things that, you know, relating to other films that you might have missed. Uh, when are you going to see it again? I think I'm going to take my accountant to go and see it in a week's time. Will you hold his hand? I might do if he gets a bit scared. He's not seen. He's never seen a Star Wars movie ever. Mm. So I'm taking him right. to see this one. He's he's adamant he never wants to see one, but he liked the look of this one. I do worry about you and this relationship you have with an accountant, but uh, never mind. Okay. Um, right. Any anything else? Or are we going to do questions? We can do questions. Well, if you've got another techie thing to do, although we did talk about drones and how I dislike them. Yeah, well, you, you, know, you did talk about drones. We've done the uh, the Samsung thing, and we talked about yeah. my depressing watch. Depressing watch? Well, it's sort of, you know, it's, I'm, I'm not, not impressed so far with it. I think it's great, except uh, I don't think Miss W is using it to its full potential, and I want you to sort it out, so hurry up and learn about it. Maybe she is using it to its full potential, and that's why she's not happy with it. No, she just uses it to tell the time at the moment because she can't remember her password to sync it up with her iPhone. <laughs> I see. Right, okay. Right? All so right. I need you to sort that out, and then she'll be able to use it. All right, I'll do that for her. All right, okay. Um, right, okay. Question. We've got three questions for this. The uh, final show of 2016 and possibly the first show of 2017. Depending okay. on when you're listening. Yep, I've got some questions. Here we go. Uh, Marnie Naylor. Naya. Mm. Marnie. No there's no L in that one. So it's Marnie Naya. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, any good guests on soon? Well, that's that Paul. What's his face coming soon, isn't it? Paul Savory. Well, what guests do you want? I uh, listen to my show, my new show on talk radio, Monday to Thursday, 7 in the evening until 10. Um, and we have loads of guests on there. I had Warwick Davis on there talking about the, the death of Carrie Fisher uh, just uh, two days ago. Uh, Trevor Moore. Oh, here's a good one. Hi, Trevor. Do you ever plan to do a tour, maybe talk about life, and take questions like these live? I'd pay to go and see you, of course. Well, funnily enough, Trevor, in 2017 we are going to do an evening with... Um, where I will talk about things, particularly about what it's like to be in the Big Brother house. And uh, I think there are about 10, uh, 10 dates, and when I know exactly where they are and when I, of course, I will be plugging them like mad. So come along. And I'll be selling ice cream. And he'll be selling ice creams wearing a very nice little skirt. Gary Turner. Hello, Gary. Why do people with terrible coughs go to the theatre and totally ruin it for everyone else. I don't know. Why do people cough when it's quiet? I don't know. There's a temptation there when everything's quiet. <coughs> Somebody has a cough. You're making me cough. It's annoying, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know why. It's, I tell you, it's as annoying as when you're on an aeroplane on a short <coughs> flight. <laughs> Not funny. You see, the thing with humour, you have to have timing. And the timing there was completely wrong. You need to have timing. Okay, sorry, I thought it was funny. Carry on. But the other thing that annoys me intensely is on a short-haul flight, as soon as you take off, people have to go to the bloody toilet. Why? Why, why as soon as you take off, do people have to rush up the plane to go to the toilet? It's the same if you ever go on the Eurostar, uh, uh, sorry, through the, through the tunnel with your car. It takes 35 minutes to go through the tunnel. As soon as you start, they're all getting out of their cars going for a pee. Why? I, I know the answer to that. What? Well, imagine um, 
a bottle turned on its side full of water and then you suddenly yeah. accelerate it. What happens to the water inside? Well, it sloshes it runs up. to the back. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So you, that gives you that feeling that you need to go to the toilet. Rubbish. It's true. Especially well, on a plane. Uh, it doesn't happen to me, so I don't see why anybody else should be doing it. Well, you probably have a dry bladder. Yeah, okay. All right, carry on. Uh, Mark McMark. Mark McMark, yeah. Hi, Marky. Um, where do thoughts come from? Thoughts come from your brain, Marky. Where do you think they come from? I think he was hoping for a, you know, a more in-depth answer. Thoughts come from your soul. Thoughts come from your very being, from the centre of your core. Thoughts are there to give you the kind of possibilities that might happen. Thoughts are there to generate some kind of action. Thoughts, the more you have, the better. Is that better? I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, I, yeah. I thought it was a better answer, yes. I mean, I'm sure uh, Mark okay. would Mark might think otherwise. I don't know. All right, OK, OK. David Hazlitt. Hello, David. Uh, Hazlitt's a sort of meat. You don't see it anymore. Hazlitt, you used to be able to buy it. My dad used to love a bit of Hazlitt in his sandwiches. Uh, what is life like when you reach 50? I have that issue next year. Or this year. Um, I don't know. Having not reached 50 yet, uh, I'm sure it's a, a very, very exciting time uh, to, to, to live. It's uh, half a century. It's a time for celebration. I heard 50 is the new 48. Did you? Mm. I heard 50 is the new 30, but there we are. Uh, Rob James. Why does bottled spring water have an expiry date? Um, because you've put it in plastic and the plastic will taint the water if you leave it in there too long. That's actually a very good answer. Well, cool. all my, what are you talking about, you plonker? All my answers are good. <laughs> I thought I had something to do with it being stagnant, but there we go. <clears throat> uh, I didn't know plastic was porous either. Mm, it is. Uh, Tony Rowe. Silent W. Yeah. Uh, do you really like... I've heard of Tommy Rowe. He had a few hits. Do you really like Marmite, James? I love Marmite. I've just had some now. I absolutely love Marmite. Did you have some of my Marmite, or was it some of your Marmite? I haven't, you know, I haven't opened your Marmite yet, because uh, I haven't finished the tub I'm on. But I will. That was nice of Marmite. Mm, very nice of Marmite, and thank you very much indeed, Marmite, for sending me my own tub with my own name on it. And Rob sent me his tub with his name on it because he doesn't like it. Well, which you... is pretty stupid of him, because he could have kept it and sold it. <laughs> There's not that many Robs in the world, though, is there, really? Well, I don't know. If you're a Rob, you might want to buy it. Well, you either love it or you hate it, and I, and I don't know, because I've never tried it. Why? Why have you never tried it? Because it, it just smells a bit funny. It tastes lovely. I think I've had Marmite crisps at some point in yeah, my life. It doesn't taste anything like Marmite. Look, get a piece of Marmite and spread it on a piece of toast. I prefer cold toast to hot toast. Bit of cold toast. Butter, bit of Marmite. Dish. I'm going to have some now. I'm, I'm going to have some more. A bit of cheese on top of it is lovely too. And I have it with scrambled eggs. I have it with everything. So if there's any other brands out there that want to send us some freebies, other than Marmite... Um, I love Bentleys. The cars? Yeah. 
Okay. Actually, I, no, no. I, I, I prefer Mercedes. Actually, Bentley's a bit extreme. Um, a nice Mercedes. I would like a nice A-class AMG Mercedes. If anybody wants to send me one. The last time we had a sport edition car, your in-car phone system was horrendous. I think that's because it had very low-profile. T- <coughs> excuse me. Very low-profile tires, and uh, and it sort of bounced on the road. You know, there was not much. Um, anyway. Moving on, come on, come on. There's nothing to move on to. I want more Marmite. (laughs) There's nothing to move on to. Is that it? Have we finished? Well, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm guessing so. It seems to be a bit of an argumentative and cross-programme. I don't mean to be so sort of... uh, I'm I'm looking forward to 2017 because, let's face it, 2016 has been a pretty shocking year, not to mention the celebrities who died. Uh, my, my, My dog, Rocky died um and various people pass on and people you know that's what happens we do pass on uh and go wherever we go you know whether it's back into the soil to fertilize trees or whether there's an existence that your soul goes to. i don't know i don't know but we do uh and it's all part of life so uh, there's a temptation to get upset about it but maybe we should just look at it as part of life and that uh, it's something that comes to all of us in the end rather than getting too hysterical. People get very hysterical about celebrities dying, quite often celebrities they've never met as well. But maybe we should look at it as, uh, you know, we've uh, reached the end of one existence and we look forward to the next. And that's how I'm looking at this year. We've reached the end of the year. uh, And let us hope that sense will prevail the world over. Uh, Right. I'll see you later. Happy New Year. And you, and, yeah. Um, yeah, okay, take it easy. Ta-da. Nice scarf. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye-bye.
You're listening to the James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswellradioshow or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason.